and welcome to another episode of Talking Bollocks with me, your host, Howard H. Smith. Yes, it's great to be back. It's great to have you back. It's been a little while. Well, no longer than normal, really, let's be honest. But you know what? I feel like it's been a lot longer. Don't know why. Just do. Here we are on Talking Bollocks. I'm your host, Howard H. Smith, otherwise known as the lead singer in UK thrash band Acid Rain, host of the official Motorhead podcast, The Motorcast, host this year podcast. I does stand-up, of which I'm doing a lot at the moment, keithplatt.co.uk, that's my character. So have a look there. Then there's also the podcast Patreon. You'll see a link in the Patreon uh, to Patreon that says join podcast Patreon in the description. Join there. It's $6 a month or $5 a month. You get shit loads of stuff. I'm not like all of the other people on Patreon who do like one or two posts a month. Okay. You get stuff every week. You get two major things every month which is a record which is a radio show which is two hours long which you uh, which you download as an mp3 you also get a live two-hour podcast on zoom um and i mean come on sign up if you want okay it'd be nice cool okay cheers anyway how are you it's been all about me so far what, what have you been doing since we uh, since we last spoke how's it all going yeah okay not bad well yeah no i'm i'm, I'm pleased for you um, if you're in the UK, you've probably been trying to um, uh, to stay cool somehow. It's been um, a bit of a heat wave. We've had record temperatures here. Isn't that exciting? Yep, that's right. I'm a British person, therefore I feel the need to talk about the weather. Anywho, fucking hell. Let's just fuck all that off, shall we? And get straight into the metal news. What's been going on in the world of metal since last we spoke? Well... I'll tell you what's not going on. What is not going on is Primus's European leg of the Tribute to Kings tour. Pir- um, uh, Primus, ha- I nearly said Pyrus for some reason. Uh, Primus has cancelled the previously announced European log of its a- a- a Tribute to Kings tour due to unavoidable logistical challenges, or as we call it in the trade, poor ticket sales. <laughs> I mean, you know, we used to say that. Um... It could have been. It really could have been. I mean, I've got to talk about this as well. Um, Ultimately, um, Acid Rain was supposed to be playing the very first Dominion Festival on Friday, 29th of July. Um, You'll be getting this just after that. Um, And and the festival was uh, postponed until the last weekend of September slash first weekend of October um, with nine days notice now that is clearly not good enough on everyone's behalf not you know that's no good for bands that's no good for fans and it's certainly no good for the organizers there's literally no winners here whatsoever so you know this shit does happen especially in a post-covid landscape i believe the phrase is so you just got you just got to roll with the punches um but do you know what it could be worse. It could. I hadn't. I didn't actually anticipate jumping to this um, story straight away, but I will do. It could be worse. Kid Rock cancels North Dakota State Fair performance at last minute. So all of you who are still either fuming because you were going to Dominion or are going fucking hell, that's bang out of order. Nine days, three day festival. You know all that travel, all that accommodation, etc., etc. Check this out. The decision to call off the show was made at around 10.30pm 
at which time County Sheriff Bob Road took to the stage to tell roughly 18,000 fans that the show would not go on. Okay? So all of us getting very precious, yeah, over here in the UK about a nine-day postponement, which, again, I am not saying is acceptable, but it happened. It was one of those things, right? What I'm saying is, fucking hell, yeah? This is literally before he's supposed to go on. Support band did an extended set. Now, of course, I'm no lover of Kid Rock. Who would be if you have a brain? But ultimately... It was um, high winds and rain that were heading towards... And there was basically um, uh, something... There was a weather warning. So, you know, as Kid Rock himself, I know it sucks, but none of us can control Mother Nature, man. Um, Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. as much as um, I'm trying to find a way for this to be Kid Rock's fault so I can slag him off because I really don't like him. Um, or his politics, or his fucking redneck barbecue fucking rap core that he seems to think he uh, uh, he's the leader of. Well, whatever. But I'm just saying, it could have been a lot fucking worse for those of you that were heading to Dominion Festival. Um, next up, I picked this out because, um, you know what? Being in a band and then splitting is... It is difficult. It's always hard when you part with a member or anything like that. And this is a prime example. Ex-merciful fake guitarist Michael Denner blasts Hank Sherman. He broke my heart and stabbed me in the back. Okay? Um, now, I don't know if you remember, in 2019, um, those guys were coming back. Um, and, you know, it, but... In 2019, the influential Danish heavy metal acts would reunite This Is Merciful Fate for an unspecified number of concerts throughout Europe. During 20, it was revealed that Merciful Fate's lineup would consist of King Diamond, Hank Sherman on guitar, Bjorn T. Holm on drums, Mike Weed on guitar, and Joey Vera on bass. Denner, who was a member of Merciful Fate's classic lineup, addressed his absence from the band's reunion in an interview. I feel like this is not my band anymore. I'm part of it because they didn't... Uh, um, I, uh, I'm not part of it because they didn't tell me. They didn't invite me. We didn't even have a discussion about it. So, of course, it took some time for me to digest it. It was quite painful because I miss my friends from the 80s. I miss them. But not the people who are in the band today. I wish them the best. I mean, the better they play, the more records we can sell and the more money I will get on my end. Of course, it's heartbreaking. And also, to see and hear... They play my signature stuff. Most of the songs they play now is is things I've done. I mean, my signature solos, my themes, my arrangements, my stuff. And it's another guy who plays. But then again, Mike Weed is a great guitarist and is still a good friend of mine. So if anyone should do the job, I'm glad it's him who did it. Really. He can do that shit. That's some sort of comfort in all this agony and disappointment. It's Mike Weed who plays it. That makes me feel good. I'm regarding his relationship with um, King Diamond. The thing is, me and King, we had a discussion some years ago, is about a cover of Dennis Sherman album because the artist who did the artwork for the, the cover did a Merciful Fate, Melissa and Don't Break the Oath. And of course, it's a way of painting that stuff and it was a bit more than a bit similar to Melissa and Don't Break the Oath. He did manage to stop, as I recall it, the merchandise side of it and the t-shirt and so on. I'm not 100% sure about what how it went. Me and, Queer, me and King are quite alike. Yeah, that's, that's never a good thing. Um... But with Hank, it was a different story because it came out of nowhere. 
We had a good teamwork going on with Dennis Sherman. And one of the last things Hank told me was, if we do Merciful Freight Reunion, it should be with you and me. No question about it. Oh, dear. And there you go. That's where it all went to shit. And still, you know, years later, they're all... Oh, it's just sad to see, man. It really is. And and just the, you know, just that headline that you know, he broke my heart. It does give you a window into the emotions that are involved in being a collective group for, you know, a number of years. And this isn't a story. This is just, um, I'm sure you remember in lockdown, I did um, a series of podcasts with Sepultura, with Andreas, um, with um, uh, also the guy who mastered the album, whose name I've fucking forgotten, which is ridiculous because he mastered our album as well. Um, and um, also Derek as well. So I did like a, a trio of um, interviews. And Andreas was just an absolute delight to deal with and just an absolutely top guy. Um, and to see that he had to announce that the passing of his wife was absolutely just sickening for the chap. I'm so so sad for him um you know there's and andreas and three kids left behind and it is utterly heartbreaking and um i don't know i just wanted to say i just wanted to bring it up i don't i don't know what i wanted to say i don't know why i'm doing this it's not like it's not like you know i'm mates with andreas or anything but it was such a positive experience you know um working with him over email and it just and interviewing him as well. We had such a really good time. And um, yeah, I just really feel for the guy because he really made an impression on me as somebody who was just so fucking cool, down to earth, on the level, just absolutely great guy. And, you know, that's just, it just fucking sucks, man. And that, that's literally, there's nothing more to add really on that, is there? Is there? So next up. John Dolmayan, I think that's how you pronounce his name, of System of a Downs, on System of a Bound's inability to make a new album, we're squandering our gift. Do you know what? I'm not even going to read you any quotes from the, the interview or anything like that, because that's it. For once, clickbait has done the job. We're squandering our gift. Yes, that's right. That's what I've been saying on this podcast for quite some time. You are squandering your gift. Sort your fucking lives out. And for God's sake, get a fucking new album done. Although, as I've also said here before, I think I'm done. I think I don't actually fucking care anymore. It's been so long that, yeah, who cares? In fact, you know what? I've now changed my mind. Fuck it. Fuck it. Let's not have a system of a down. Okay? The system is down. The system is offline. The system is fucked. The system has been fucked for some time, so just fucking forget it. Let Serge do his um, his solo thing. The rest of you can knob about your fucking barbecue restaurants or whatever. That seems the durager of any fucking half-retired or even still working fucking musician these days. Have a bar or have a or have some barbecue shack or get some whiskey made. One of the two. Whatever. Fuck it. Who cares? Next up. This is just great. This is not clickbait. Ex-Ghost member Linton Rubino says band's latest album, Impera, is, in quotes, not very good. Now, I've got to say, that is pretty shit clickbait, is it not? Ex-Ghost member says new album is 
not very good. Read more. No, you're all right. It's, I, I don't think I can be fucking arsed. That seems to be the absolute peel. I just love that. I, I, I listened to Impera, the latest record. I skipped through the songs one, <laughs> once and then I tried to listen to the whole thing. Then I turned it off halfway. I can't really, but I don't have any feelings around it, really. Let them have their fun. If they think it's fun and have a good time, let them have it. Now, is there any more passive-aggressive fucking paragraph that you could ever hear? I listened to the latest record. I skipped through the songs once, and then I tried to listen to the whole thing, and I turned it off halfway. I really can't. But I don't have any feelings around it. Dude, it's fucking obvious you have feelings around it. Because just after saying how you can't listen to it and you couldn't listen to the whole album, you then say, you don't have any feelings about it. You clearly fucking do. You can't even listen to it. Just admit it. Admit it's painful. Admit you were still in the band. It's fine. It's absolutely fine. I mean, you know, Tobias Forge is still, you know, some maniacal knobhead. A songwriting maniacal knobhead. But hey, there you go. And in fact, to be fair, later on he says, I actually went through therapy for six months after that because I felt that uh, I'm nobody. We were up there playing with Metallica and Iron Maiden and everything. And they, and they know who we are. All the people backstage know who we are. But nobody else does. So it was just like being up and then you're basically on your own again, out of the band. And then I didn't have a job or anything. And then it was cold turkey, money-wise. So I had to restart from bottom. Every every breakup takes a while, right? Then you're back on track in a couple of months. And you just roll up your sleeves and get out again. You don't have much of a choice. That is actually quite a sort of devastating summation of what it's like to be in um, Ghost. I mean, literally, one member, you're, you know, you're at the top. And he went through, you know, we were playing with Metallica and Maiden. Everyone knows who we are. And then we're up there. And then basically, you're on your own. You're out the band. You're nobody. Yeah. You're a ghost. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, yes. I went there. The ex-member of the, uh, ex-member of Ghost felt like he was invisible. Yeah. That I, I'm just saying. Okay. I'm just saying. Getting back in the band because he's... He's virtually a real ghost. He turned into a real ghost. Anyway, moving on from ghost. Fucking hell. I don't know. Yeah. This, this story, right? This fucking story. Red Hot Chili Peppers announced new double album, Return of the Dream Canteen. Yep. On October the 14th, the LP will arrive just six months after the release of Unlimited Love. Um, now, uh, um, like Unlimited Love, um, it's p- produced by Rick Rubin. I mean, really? Did, have they learned nothing from Stadium Arcadium, which was such a heap of shit, I have to say. Um, and, and is anybody actually, like, actually bothered by unlimited love is there anybody out there who is going oh wow this is amazing the chilies are back this is the best thing they've done for years because i'm not hearing it okay i'm literally not hearing it i'm just hearing little bits is and i don't know do you know what out of out of the whole band um just they just annoy me now the red hot annoying fuckers it's just 
They just fucking annoy me, you know. Anthony Kiedis is always like, and we're in love. Do you know what I mean? What do you think, baby? Just fucking fuck off, will you? Just, you know. Oh, I know what it's like to be an orange. Or whatever the fuck he goes on about. It just does my fucking head in. It really does. We've got to the stage now where it's like, no, do you know what, Anthony? Can you can you fucking write some lyrics about something other than your fucking cock? Because it's getting old. You are old. And it's all getting just a bit like, yeah, once, once you were fucking ripped and looked amazing. Now you're like some sort of sad bodybuilder who hasn't done drugs for, hasn't done the, uh, the, the fucking juice for a while. So not looking quite as good with a fucking moustache that makes you look like a fucking pervert, which I've no doubt is pretty close to the fucking truth. And as for live, fuck off, fuck off. I've seen him enough times to know that you go to Red Hot Chili Peppers gig and here's how it goes. A, there is no connection with the audience whatso-fucking-ever. They very rarely talk to you. If they do, it's Flea, and it'd be something that he thinks is really hilarious. Secondly, the set list is made up of, usually, there's three or four songs that you can't even fucking recognise. They're so fucking obscure. Thirdly, there is never any momentum. Fourthly, the fucking jams, dragging out songs like they're, like they're fucking Genesis in their heyday. Fucking stop. And then, finally, not only the fucking fucked up set list that nobody asked for, but my favourite, it's like being at a live rehearsal. It doesn't matter how many people are there, whether it's fucking a, inverted commas, small gig for a thousand people, or if it's a fucking 20,000 seat arena, you're going to get the same gig. It's like they don't know you're there. It's like a live fucking rehearsal. As you might tell, I have had my fucking fill of the web hot cunting fuckers for some time now, it, it, fuck off. That's it. There you go. I've got nothing more to say. That's, that's all I can say. And to be honest, yeah, I've had enough of me, so I'll shut up. Right. Time for this episode. I was going to say week, but it's not a weekly podcast. This episode's um, interview is with the mighty Bjorn Strid of soil work and nightflight orchestra and a few other projects as well now at this point i should direct you to our youtube channel there is also a link in the description of the podcast that you can click and will take you straight to the youtube channel you can watch the two of us have a chat okay it's a two-parter all will be revealed so without further ado here's bjorn and i having a chat Good to see you, man. You've been on the treadmill today, yeah? On the treadmill? Yeah, uh, as in as in the treadmill of interviews. Oh, that one. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yesterday was uh, a little bit crazier than it was all Australia. It was, uh, oh. it was seven, seven interviews in a row. Wow. Yeah, yeah, ever so slightly. No, no stopping. Yeah, Gosh. yeah. Oh, man. And um, yeah. And presumably that's like seven sets of some questions keep popping up the same questions keep popping up yeah yeah sure yeah 
that that definitely happens. Uh, but I mean, I, I would say in general, they, they were quite quite good. And and uh, oh, good. Not always about like, oh, what's the difference between the previous album and this one, and blah blah blah. You know, it's it's um, yeah, yeah. It was, it's a little bit all over the place. So yeah, good, good. I'm glad to hear it because um, yeah, it's been a while since uh, since I spoke to you. Um, yeah. So last time we spoke, I hadn't brought Acid Rain back. Um, it was I, I've been digging through the podcast. It was eight years ago in the in the bowels of um, Islington Academy. Wow! Um, and you were on tour with Overkill. Yes, yeah. that was. But that was just a one-off, wasn't it? Yeah, that was that was a one-off. It was an absolute disaster. I can't I can't remember what it was. We didn't get a sound check. It was it's just yeah. I, I'd know, rather I, forget I, about the whole thing. I, <laughs> and do you know what? I was going to tell you, front man yeah. to front man, what a yeah. great job I thought you did that night because I can still remember because you yeah you did you had you had stuff to deal with and then you also had the overkill crowd to deal with who were a bit apathetic yeah. and and I thought I thought you did an awesome job, man. I really do. Well, thank you. Cheers. It, thank you. It, well, it, it, it stuck in my mind enough to tell you eight years later. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, that's, yeah. A, that's a good sign, I guess. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, yeah. But I, um, I remember two things from the interview. And funnily enough, I never do this, but I went back. I went back and listened to it again. Mm-hmm. Um, and and the two and uh, two things came out of it that that I had remembered. And so, you know, picking up eight years later, I've got. I've got two questions to see. A, um, did you ever get back playing football? Um, okay. Yeah. And and, no. and uh, right. Okay. <laughs> oh, never mind. Yeah. I mean, who has who has the time, right? Yeah. Um, exactly. Yeah. And there was no football going on in lockdown. Um, and the other question was, um, you were trying to find uh, a hobby outside of music. I think. I think trying to make model airplanes may have may have hoved into view at some point but um you were oh, you yeah. were keen you were keen to find something that you could put your energies into that that wasn't music related and that would get you away from it did you ever manage to to find that as well yeah watching the antiques roadshow <laughs> <laughs> no but seriously i, I mean I, I i've always liked uh, an- antiques and and like vintage stuff going to flea markets and stuff like that so i i like to do that uh but i've i've always done that and and maybe i've done i don't know more of that stuff yeah the latest eight years i hope uh i'll tell you what that really, yeah. that, that that's amazing you are talking to the son of two antique dealers I spent no. my I spent my entire youth living in a house where if you knocked something off a shelf, it was a big fucking problem. Because <laughs> yeah. you couldn't just uh, go to the shop and buy another one. Um, no. And and yeah, I was getting stuffed into cars and driven to um, and driven to flea markets. Um, That's brilliant. Uh, I love that. Oh man, honestly, what an upbringing! What an, I mean, I mean, it gave me a great it, it gave me a great head for business. Because yeah, my bet, parents yeah. are constantly, you know, well, you buy at this and you sell at this, and this is called profit. Yeah. And that's like, right, okay, yeah, no, I get it. That's um, cool. Yeah. So do you go to auctions as well on Saturdays or whenever? I don't know when you have. Well, I, I, look, I, we used to yeah, basically when I was a kid, I, I got dragged around all of this, you know, against my yeah. will because I was a, I was a child, and of course because I was forced to do it. Yeah. As soon as I got an opportunity to not do it. 
That's exactly yeah. what I did. I was like, no, no more antique fairs for me. Yeah. But the strange, yeah. but the strange thing is, you know, you know how it is. The older you get, you, your interests change, your attitudes change. Yeah. And um, and I found myself kind of, yeah, I wouldn't be say being drawn back into it, but I do. I've I've got a passion for collecting things and 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 mm. and, and art and all sorts and, and and that comes from growing up being surrounded by these beautiful things. I think. Yeah, I'm I'm sure I'm sure. I mean, and and uh, for me, it was my grandma uh, or my yeah my grandma and my grandpa. They had an antique store when I was a kid. Uh, oh, right. So I, I loved hanging out there, and it was so much old <laughs> stuff. I just loved like the old stuff, and I was thinking, like, "Wow, I can't believe this is that old." And and, and then I got to ha- to come with my grandma at to to the auction every Saturday, and I loved that. You know, oh you man, that's like a sort of like a pre viewing whatever you can go walk around and, and you know look at all these things, and and it's, I, I I loved it. And yeah, so, yeah, no, that's that's um, viewing. You know, you you used to have because I mean, you know, uh, when I did it, it was pre-internet. I'm presuming it was for you as well. And it's like literally, yeah. if you you went the day before to the auction to yeah. see to see what was in it and to see yeah. if you'd go back the following day, yeah, to to bid for it or leave a bid and you know you yeah. leave and say like right, I'm I'm putting that on that. But of course yeah. now it's like you know every auction in the world has internet access so yeah. it, it's it's just yeah it's a completely different ball game now yeah, um yeah. but there are still kind of like little auctions that um uh that uh, my mother goes to my dad's not around anymore but my right. um uh my mother you know when my father passed decided to stop doing it and then mm. about it took her about 2 years to go why why have i stopped doing this yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I love it. it sometimes. Yeah. 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 But it's, 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 it's that, um, I think it's about having, well, it's passion, isn't it? You know, it, it's absolutely being passionate about something, which, yeah. you know, you clearly are after all these years, um, mm. and constantly putting out incredibly, um, an incredible, um, quality of work. Um, how I know it's, just, I, I know it's a dumb question, but I mean, how do you do it? How do you stay focused? How do you stay, you know, getting those those new concepts, those things that challenge you and interest you to keep you, you know, engaged? You know, I don't know. It's it's a it's a very good question. I don't know if I have a good answer, uh, but I mean, it's it's. I think it's it's been a quite a, a long journey, and I think we've been really good at not trying to rehash ourselves and and you know, sort of you know, get too comfortable in our own skin. If that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, and, uh, you know, we released Natural Born Chaos in 2002. And I mean, that was a little bit ahead of its time, but it, you know, it, it definitely had an impact on the, on the scene. And, and uh, we could have just maybe continued there. You know, it's like, okay, this is, this is where we're supposed to be, you know, yeah. but then no, we didn't. And then just move forward. So I, I guess we're not, that much of a nostalgic band you know we ne- we've never celebrated you know 10 years anniversary 20 years anniversary or anything like that we haven't performed any of our classic albums in in its entirety or anything like that and and there's been quite a few yeah. lineup changes as you know and i think yeah. yeah we've been lucky enough that that some of those people that came into the band have really brought new things and have you know 
it's been very inspiring somehow, you know. And I think, you know, for example, when 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 David joined the band, he encouraged me to pick up the guitar again because I am sort of a guitar player from the beginning. And then, um, and then the Living Infinite came out. You know, that's yeah. that's what happened. When, when when I mean, he he wrote a lot of stuff, and so did Sven, and so did Sylvan as well. It was it was very much of a group effort, you know. But but it really inspired me and gave me the confidence to pick up the guitar again. It's like you know what. I'm gonna I'm gonna write something for from scratch. I'm not just gonna be served a song and then I'm gonna add vocal melodies and, and lyrics. I'm gonna do yeah. the whole damn thing, you know. <laughs> so I'm not saying that the, the fact that I started writing songs is the key of the whole thing. It, it it but that's that I guess that's that's a part of it as well. I mean that that's how it's sort of you know evolved over the years. That it's it's been we've never played it safe. Yeah. We always managed to stay relevant in, in the metal scene somehow. Yeah. And I th- I'm, I'm very proud of that, you know, that we managed to do that and that most of our fans have l- sort of grown to love the fact that there's always a surprise for each record, you know, yeah. that, you know, yeah. if they if they like one record, it's like they can't expect the next record to be the same thing because yeah. they're, you know, there's always something something new and 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 uh you know we always add new elements to our music yeah. i mean this one yeah. there's i don't know violins and glockenspiels and this and that i know all over the place <laughs> but yeah it just works you know and and, and what, whatever we sort of take on or the new new the, those new ways of, of of you know no new ways of expressing ourselves it, it's just uh it just works we, we managed yeah. to make it somehow hey a nice almost a pun i'll i'll let you have i that. know i just realized that's it. <laughs> yeah. yeah but um i it's funny you should say that because there's there there uh, you said something there that i that i wanted to touch on which was and maybe you're right maybe the lineup changes is is partly a reason why because i know what it's like internally if there's three of you play on an album and there's two guys and it's like well you know these two guys don't play on the album and you're going to go out every night and play every song back to back and, yeah. and, you know, and, all, and make it all about that. Yeah. And, yeah. and these guys have been in the band, what, nine months. It's like, it's almost disrespectful, yeah. <laughs> you, you know? And then, and yeah. you guys have changed so much. You, you, you've never had that kind of period where you can go, right. Okay. You know, let's all, let's all, you know, reflect and, 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 yeah. you know, play a classic album, but also, no. I, but, but again, I think you're right. I think it's, I think I think it's kept it's kept you moving forward. It's given you that momentum to not be yeah. navel gazing. Yeah, because I mean, I, I, sometimes some bands, you know, maybe they only have the front man left, and and then it's it, it's a situation where he gets hired guns, you know, and 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 then that's you know, me. Yeah, that's me. That's, that's what I did. Yeah, that's you. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's what you did. No, but I mean, it, it, it works sometimes, but as far as, I mean, like touring wise and show wise, it, it, it works, you know, yeah. it usually works. But then there's the studio part, there's the, there's the composing, there's the chemistry there, you know, and, and I I would rather find new people that sort of, you know, enter, enter a band rather than, you know, being sort of it's like, okay, you know, yeah, you're, you're a hired gun and, and you yeah. know, you you can't write any songs and and that's it and you know if people want to do that I, I that's fine you know I respect that too whatever works you know but for me I think um, letting people in you know I yes. think I've, yeah. I've been 
I've been really good for this band. I'm not much of a dictator, you know. I'm I'm look, I'm I'm totally the same. And and yeah. um, you know, I was I was kind of joking. I mean, it's like, you know, uh, yes, I am the only original member, but it's very much about it's it has to be a band. It has to be a band. Everybody has to have a say. It can't it, it otherwise it just it doesn't work. No. Um no. and and also you're essentially everybody's putting in you know everybody's putting in the same amount of work everybody's making commitments um uh and and you have to honor that um and you're absolutely right i think letting letting people in collaborating um i'm huge on that in the studio it's like i i'll go in i'll kind i know what what i want to do and i and everything got everything worked out but by the same Mm. token if there's somebody on the other side of the glass who's there that I can collaborate with and say, actually yeah. go up there, go down there, try this, try that. Yeah. Have you thought about yeah. doing this? I love that. Absolutely. And some people are just not open to that stuff. They're just shutting down completely. And, and yeah, I think yeah. that's quite sad, you know, sometimes, yeah. you know, it's like, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. So um, with, with regards to the new album, obviously um, this is kind of, you know kind of the other way around normally we'd be we'd be we'd be chatting about you know the album already being out you got two videos out um which are both stunning you've got to be happy with those i mean visually they are you know yeah yeah really good ones and 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 it was lovely to see as well that um a lady who worked on the um on the first video is in the comments mm. on your uh, on um on oh yeah I, I did see that yeah yeah, yeah. That's, that's pretty cool and it, well it not only is it cool but it's like totally the opposite of youtube like it, it like there's yeah. no bin fire at the end of it right <laughs> you, you know it doesn't yeah. just degenerate into insults it's like everybody right. is just like being you know being really you know praising this woman and she's like clearly like chuffed to bits to be able to um to be able to work on a soil work video yeah um yeah and and what was it i mean i've never done anything like that what's it when you've got a i mean did you storyboard it did they come to you with the concept have they taken your you know your lyrics how how does that happen i i mean i i like to give like directors sort of free hands i give them some keywords you know i i gave them sort of like the Early even happened means uh, abandonment, you know. So I gave, I mean, that's that's a word that I, you know, just think about that word, you know, how how what comes up in your head. You can see it from so many different angles, you know, the fear of being abandoned or, or the fear of actually abandoning someone or something, you know. You can you can see it in so many ways, you know. So I, yeah. and then he came up with this 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 concept that it was sort of like. Uh, this topic you know i guess in a, in a way you know when you watch the video but then then i also felt that it, it needed to have sort of like a western feel to it <laughs> and and i think he found sort of like a like a middle ground to that and i mean considering the the intro is quite i don't know it's like ennio morricone's style almost you know but it yeah. also, also had the melody is quite scandinavian i would say um has that scandinavian melancholic vibe to it so it was, it, I think he managed to to, uh, to to create something really interesting out of it because I mean we we were not there when all of this stuff was filmed. We didn't meet the actors. We didn't meet anyone. He just you know we just got sent the the master and it was like holy hell you know wow this is this is crazy yeah yeah, yeah. 
I mean, that is, but again, I, I, you know, we were talking about letting people in and, and collaboration. Yeah. And, and, yeah. and I think you have to have faith in your decisions. You have yeah, to have faith yeah, in yeah. like, we've got the right people. Yeah. So here's a couple of words, go and make the video. Yeah, and sometimes you just have to make decisions and make them the, the right ones. You know what I mean? And then, yeah. you know, you also live, you obviously live and learn, you know, we've done some stupid decisions and hired some people that were not so good. We had, we've had some shitty videos through the years, but, you know, <laughs> haven't we, we, all? we gambled a little bit. I like, I like, you know, gambling a little bit, you know, and, and just go for it. So. Yeah, and sometimes and sometimes it pays off, and sometimes it and sometimes it doesn't. But yeah. you know, yeah. it, it, r- rather that than 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 play it safe and do a, exactly and do yeah. a, boun- a bouncing ball lyric video, um, yeah. which yeah. is just so depressing. Yeah, yeah, it, absolutely. It's yeah. very very depressing. It's, it's it's bad. It's bad enough that especially you know as a lyric writer, it, it's bad enough that now our lyrics are just due to you know are, are seen to be. You know, not worthy. Like you know, so few people buy physical product, um, yeah. and and it's kind of like you know that that's kind of like the lyricist's lyricist's enclave now is you you get a lyric video and it's just like yeah. I'd rather not, thanks. Yeah, yeah, no, exactly. Yeah, yeah. No, we're we're very much against those. Yeah, yeah. Good, mm. good. Um, but um, when you were, I I was listening back to the old interview and um. Uh, and of course, David was there as well. Um, I think. He... Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We both did that one. Yeah. Okay, yes. yes. Yeah. And yeah, D- uh, yeah. 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 Dee Verney popped in and popped his head in and said hello. Okay. And I, okay. and I, and I didn't recognise him like a fucking idiot. Um, <laughs> so, um, yeah. But um, Dave, yeah, David's a really cool guy, and I was just, uh, I, I just wanted to find out if he was, uh, if he was still a doctor, or have you all made him give up? No, he's he's still a doctor. Awesome. Yes. Awesome. Yeah. Oh, that's very, very cool. Yeah, um, yeah absolutely. Did you, we, we all on the phone to him during the pandemic. Right. What's your take on this, David? Oh, so you actually talked to him during the pandemic? No, no. We, did. Did, did we, we, were any of you guys like, you know, oh, ringing him okay, up? Okay, saying, okay. Like, you know, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I talked to him quite frequently. So, I mean, he, uh, I don't know. His, his guess was as good as anybody else's, I guess. It, nobody yeah. knew. I mean, you know, yeah. um, he just sort of predicted, oh, this is going to take some time. You know, that's what he said. But and and that's sort of <laughs> what I felt, too. But um, I mean, he, yeah. you never know. And it's still an ongoing thing. And then you read the, the newspapers today as well. That is like 10,000 new cases in, in in Germany every day. And that they're talking about possibly having a lockdown in the fall. It's like, OK, here we go again. I mean, this is not over, you know, and, and yeah. uh, man, yeah. it's. I know, man. I know. I mean, you know, we we played uh, Bloodstock last year. Great. Been waiting oh, yeah. to do this gig for two years. Brilliant. Played it. Two members got COVID. Um, we had a, we had a tour to do. One recovered in time, um, and one uh, really, really didn't. Was really ill. We had to do the tour as a four piece. Now all of a sudden, wow. Then the penny drops. It's like, hang on, one of us goes down. It's all off. So all of a sudden. You just have to start spending all your time on the bus, not speaking to anybody, not shaking hands, not doing autographs, not go- and wow. and all of a sudden it is kind of like yeah, this is a really odd, slightly weird, less enjoyable experience than I'm used to. Yeah. Oh yeah, I, I bet I, I can't even imagine what it would be like. I mean, we we've only been doing festivals now, you know, since 
since April. So we haven't done like a full tour, you know, and, and uh, I don't know what that's going to be like if they, they you know, yeah. walking around with a mask all day and, you know, and sort of spending, you know, I don't know. You just have to stay in your bunk all day. <laughs> like, you know? Yeah. Well, it's, the yeah. thing is as well, any tour is, is, is a big commitment. And I think, and I think, out, outside of being a band, it might look like, well, oh, you know, there's a few cases here. And why are people cancelling? And and the, the the logistics behind a tour, and and let's but let's be honest, the costs. You oh know, yeah, you're you know, fronting and, a lot of money. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and that's it. It's fr- it's fronting. You know who who wants yeah. who wants twenty thousand dollars worth of merchandise with tour dates on you didn't play. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's a disaster. Yeah. It's... Yeah. Yeah. And it's yeah. enough, to, and and like one seriously, you know, one seriously. Funnily enough, we're coming back to bad decisions, but one seriously bad decision, one tour, you know, that that's that that can bankrupt a band. Absolutely, yeah. You know, um, so it does. Yeah, you, yeah. You, you have got to be careful. So, have you got any? Have you got any plans other than festivals then, or is it just um, making things? As yeah, we're heading to Australia again uh, in November. Right, and. Um, we were supposed to go to Japan as well, but they seem to, I mean, they, they've opened, but I, I heard something that they're letting in, like, I don't know how many, it's like thousand Americans and thousand Canadians and as an experiment, but they're not letting in any Europeans. I don't know. That's, I, I heard something about it. I might be wrong, but yeah, but they, they're not completely open. And so it's only going to be Australia this time. It's looking like, um, so that's going to be awesome. I, I really hope it happens, you know, yeah. um, yeah and uh, we can only hope for it and and then not so much else planned for this fall yet except we're you know we're doing all the the festivals obviously and then we're going to do the full maybe european tours in the beginning of next year instead and then right possibly america at some point and yeah yeah it's, it's a little of... uncertain still you know uh yeah um yeah I know, I know, and the thing is, as well, is that it, it's in uncertainty is is the it, it's soul crushing because it, like it really, are sh- really is. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, dude, we 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 put our we put our, our first album for twenty nine years, uh, <laughs> played four <Yeah>. dates, pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> yes, and <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like the the universe has decided you lot yeah. going back together was not a good idea. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it is. It's it's soul crushing because the thing is, if if things are bad, you can deal with them. If things are good, you can deal with them. Yeah. But if things are, well, I don't know, in a state yeah. of flux, it's the it's yeah. the worst thing of all. Yeah, I I can't stand it. it. Drives me crazy. Yeah, yeah. But you presumably you have you know you've you've written some great music. I mean, the two new tunes are I have to say awesome. Um, uh, as was the previous album. I mean, in fact, everything that you've done, as I said earlier, has that has that gold standard kind of like a stick of rock. It's got that quality running through it, um, and 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 I have to say, um, as a singer, for somebody who never really set out to be a singer, um, I, you know, your your voice seems to just get better and better. Well, thank you. Thank you. And and I mean, I was not set out to be a singer either. I, I was a hockey player, but anyways. I know. Uh, yeah, I know. I kind of yeah it's, it randomly became a singer. But anyways, I, I 
I don't know. I always been curious about singing, you know, ever since I was a kid. And then it happened. And then, you know, I got kidnapped by a, a metal band and <laughs> it just, it just happened. But, it, but anyways, yes. Uh, I mean, I've, you know, I, I've really enjoyed being a singer in, 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 in soul work for so many years. And I, obviously I started night flight orchestra as well. And I think that definitely hmm. did something to my voice as well, you know, and that I brought with me to soul work. I built up, a stronger voice through the years it was not easy in the beginning you know switching between the screams and the cleans and all that stuff but it's uh so far the curve is still you know yeah going up and I, I'm, I'm grateful i'm gonna i'm gonna be 44 in, in september you know so I'm, I'm extremely grateful that it's still i feel like i'm really you know there, uh, there's no stopping knock 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 um uh, and no, yeah, uh, yeah. You, you youngsters Honestly, you keep you keep me, uh, <laughs> you, you keep people like me on my toes. Um, uh, I mean, look, it, it's fantastic, and I think. Uh, do you? I mean, do you work on your voice um, on your own? Do you have a you know? Do you have a, a confidant like a, a, a singing teacher or a, a guide or anyone like that? Uh, no, no lessons uh, or vocal wow. coaches. Uh, I've. I just do a lot of singing and, and, and for, I, I mean, I do a lot of session work as well and, right. and uh, collaborate with bands from all over the world. And yeah, that's, you know, different genres as well, you know, and cause now people not only contact me because of solo work, but also night flight orchestra. So that makes everything a lot more diverse, you know, yeah. and, uh, vocal wise. So I think that's why I, I mean, during the, the, the pandemic, I, there, I mean, I've been singing just about every day, you know, so I kept the pipes warm and maybe I should have rested a little bit more, but I, I don't know. It seems to be working and, and knock, knock, knock again. And uh, yeah, it's, it, I just, I guess that's, that's how I practice, you know, yeah. I, I get thrown a lot of stuff that it's like outside my comfort zone and I just go for it, you know, and, and that's, I guess how you develop and and i always yeah. want to top myself for each and every album whether it being soul work or night flight orchestra and i try out new things i experiment and and uh, we do a lot of touring of course so i, I built up uh, quite a strong you know like a stamina you know when it comes to to, to vocal cords you know uh, yeah. over the years and and I, I don't know. I'm doing something right, I guess. You know, and, and uh, <laughs> yeah, and uh, I'm 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 just grateful that and and I I constantly find new what new voices. You know, that's that's yeah. fun. Make yeah, no, fun. I, I, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, I I discovered almost accidentally um, this thing. I, I'm you're probably aware of it. You know, head voice, where you're yeah. where, like I literally found that. <laughs> Yeah, and I was kind of like, "Oh my yeah. god, this is this is insane." Yeah, you know, it's like it's like it's, yeah, yeah. It's it, it's weird because as a singer, I often feel like it's like when I'm using it, I'm like, "Yeah, I'm literally the only person who knows what's going on here." Yeah, they yeah. you know they all think that I am yeah. absolutely kind of like you know oh, um, uh, you know, just singing as normal. Yeah. Whereas it's like you're kind of like it's just it's a it's a little bit of not a shortcut, but it's just a way of taking some pressure off because you need to occasionally. You've got to pace yourself. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 But yeah. It, it it was utterly bizarre when it first happened to me. Um yeah. It, it, yeah, I I kind of like it just I'm singing, but I'm not singing. This is 
this is yeah. weird. I don't know, it's, it's quite surreal. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and, and, and then it disappeared. And I was kind of like, yeah. oh my God, was that like a one off? Will that ever happen again? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But um, eventually I managed yeah. to kind of manage it and I managed to like, in, and, and it's saved my life, really. Um, yeah. Because I, you know, otherwise, I, you know, I'd be lost without it. Um, yeah. But it's very true what you were saying about um, all of the different things you're in as well and the fact that you've, that, that you're constantly being challenged and pushed. I'm exactly the mm. same. I think, yeah. it, it, you know, it, it's, I never want to repeat myself. And every, the next thing's got to be better than the last thing. Otherwise, what's yeah. the point? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And, Absolutely. And, and, for me, and for me, I think I, I've, I've done a lot of, I've done a lot of the, the backups myself as well, you know, and, and uh, managed to find voices that doesn't sound like me because sometimes, you know, you can, you can definitely hear, you know, when you have a lead, vo lead vocals, you don't want that person to do the backups as well because some of that sort of, it's, it sounds too similar, but I've, yes. I've managed to sort of find ways to not sound like myself <laughs> and, and yeah. do the backups that nobody can like, oh, that's somebody else did the backups. Um, and so I've, I've been doing a lot of like falsettos and built up a really strong falsetto. And I, if you ask me, I think that's, that's the, definitely the key to, 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 uh, to good singing to actually, or like build up a strong falsetto. Yeah. 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 Because that uh, no way, matter that way, how weird yeah. that sounds to somebody who's gonna, you know, start like a gore grind band. I don't care. It's still <laughs> the key. I mean, yeah. you know, I think it's going to improve your vocals no matter what you do. I, I couldn't agree more because I think it's it's yeah. the it's the weakest part of your voice. It's the weakest part of anyone's voice. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And so if you if you can strengthen that, then yeah. everything else will seem easy. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Yeah. No. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And I think it's um, it, it's it, it's a strange thing. Voice. I love finding different voices. I um I like if you know somebody wants you know this needs some narration. Great. Mm -hmm. I'll do it but I'll just do it in a different voice, um, yeah. which was great because um, uh, we, we, uh, one of the bands said to me, do we need to get this, do we need to get this um, cleared from the movie? Because it's a song about the evil dead. And he was like, do we need to get this dialogue cleared from the movie? I was like, no, we don't yeah. because it's me. Yeah. And they're like, oh, really? Is it? I was like, great, <laughs> great, job done. <laughs> Yeah. I didn't tell awesome. anyone, I just kept it to myself, you know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's like it's it things like that where where you have to really do something different out there. Have you have you had any um have you had any approaches like as regards soundtracks or anything like that? Because I think I think um, your music is naturally quite, forgive the phrase, soundtracky. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, we've never been asked to write music, but but we've been asked to to have like songs that already exist, you know. In right. what was that show again? Uh... <coughs> Hold on, I just got something in my. <coughs> That's strange. We talk about singing <laughs> after all that, yeah. Yeah, no, <clears throat> it was a Netflix show. What is it called? The O D O A? No, the O. Oh yes, no. D O A, D O A. Yeah, two series. Yeah, yeah, D O A. Yes. Yeah. They they got in touch with us uh, about a song from uh, Chain Heart Machine. Yeah. Uh, Possessing the angels. They wanted to have really weird pick, like not the new albums. Like no, we want that song from the second album. <clears throat> and then when you watch the episode, it's like 
so this is the scene i is that me in the background like, <laughs> yeah and there's people like screaming and running downstairs so you can barely hear it. it's like why would they pick it like when you can barely hear it and it's like what, what purpose it's it like sort of filling you know it was yeah so that's that i think that's about the only time we've had a few songs picked up for swedish television it was like a sort of like a game show or whatever and um but wow. no, no, nothing big. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, you don't. You certainly mm. don't sound like a game show band, that's for sure. Um, <laughs> but I tell you what, you know what? I I watched. Yeah, I watched the OA. Loved it. But I I would never. Yeah. Hence, the, one of my first questions was not about <clears throat> you guys being on the soundtrack because I never noticed. No, no. I mean, season two, episode three. I, I yeah, I can't remember. But yeah, you you yeah. maybe yeah. will notice now if you, you go back and listen. But yeah, yeah, or, absolutely. Or watch it. <clears throat> but uh, but I'm also what about personally have you you know from a I, I know from a kind of like just from the 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 scale of your voice um and also being able to uh, summon up different voices as well it's a it, you know just uh, it, it's a real kind of it, it's a, it's the kind of talent that uh, uh, you know a lot of movie makers and people who put soundtrack well not soundtracks but people who put you know the soundtrack of you know the movie itself together um mm. but they're always after people like that um i just wonder yeah, if you'd, I guess. You'd, you'd, you know you'd had any approaches because i know a few singers who've done stuff like that like voiceovers and stuff as well or uh, yeah good? voiceovers but also like crazy demon voices and and really? all sorts wow. of shit oh yeah yeah it's i mean yeah, if you can... i could probably do that that would be fun um right if you're no. listening if you're listening anybody involved yeah. get this man yeah. on i um yeah. I, I, I yeah apparently i have I, I know somebody who does this kind of and yeah it's uh it, it pays really well as well like most things attached to you know if you can get into the right part of a movie um yeah. but it's um yeah it, it's it, because ultimately if you have got you know a movie with loads of like weird you know strange noises yeah. and and animal noises and creature noises and you know yeah. possessed beings or whatever they're like yeah. you know there's only so many different animals that you can take their that take their howls and screams and put them together and go yeah yeah, yeah. But you, <laughs> yeah. you can't actually yeah. get them to speak <laughs> no true um, yeah that, that would be cool that'd be awesome yeah man honestly it's it's well anyway look i i hope you do get some um some some stuff like that um yeah i i do have um I've got a couple of uh, questions from subscribers, if you don't mind. Yes. The only thing now, let me check yeah. the schedule, because I believe that there's a, I have oh, an interview at, yeah, it says at seven. Oh, right. Okay. Distorted sound. Uh, right. Okay. okay. Oh, I know those guys and they'll, you know, so they'll send me messages saying, you bastard. <laughs> you don't stop talking um, yeah. um well look do you want to do you want to do do you want to do distorted sound and um i will um uh, i'll get these questions to somehow or you know it just won't happen don't worry about uh, it yeah no 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 we i, I definitely want to answer those 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 uh, okay. questions um uh, right. but i mean let's see let's see how long distorted sound takes and i'll 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 hit you up Will yeah, this link on. be still? Can I still hit, hit this link once I'd, I'm done with? Yeah, you might. Yeah, you, yeah, you might be able to, mate. And in fact, you know what? Don't do that because then I, <laughs> I'll be out anyway. I've got, a, I've got a stand-up show tonight, so okay, I'll, wow. I'll be, I'll be off doing that. 
Um, okay. So, look, I'll tell you what. Let's do part two of this. Okay. Let's do let's okay, do part sure, two because sure. I feel like we've just scratched the surface here. We've just got going. Um, okay. Fine. So fine. We'll, yeah. we'll do part two another time. Yep. Say hello yep. to the guys from Distorted Sound. And um, thank you very much, man. Take care. Thank you so much. So no yeah, I guess you're, you'll be contacting uh, Leone or whoever. Yeah, be, yeah. I'll 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 get back to you. them and we'll oh. we'll come back to you. Brilliant, brilliant. Thank no you. No problem. Thank you. Take care. Okay. Take care. Cheers. <laughs> Cheers. Bye bye. Bye. Now, that was a short interview, wasn't it? Yeah. So, true to our words, um, we did it. We got back together. Well, we I pinged the label. Uh, Claire at Nuclear Blast, as always, helped me out immensely. Um, and Leone, uh, Bjorn's end. And just under three weeks later, we got together to pick up our conversation. And here it is. You've done a ton of these since we last spoke. Yeah. Uh, it's been quite crazy in the latest uh, week or so. Um, yeah, I've been doing quite some, like a bunch of festivals too in between oh awesome that must yeah. have been fun yeah we did Yavla Metal Fest uh, saw the uh, tribute to LG Petrov Entombed playing that was yeah that was that was cool that was nice um, to see them reunited um, and I uh, just came home yesterday from uh, Germany <coughs> did Badenin Blut and and if I'm not some. if I'm not mistaken, you have caught the sun whilst on stage. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It ha- it happens though. Outside, Rock- sweating, and that sweat yeah. gets burnt off. And yeah, yeah, exactly. Rock lobster forever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, um, uh, we've been I've been we've been surviving the um, the uh, the heat wave. We had uh, forty one degrees over here, which was just yeah. How insane. was that? That must have been just absolutely insane yeah yeah uh, basically um nobody no one did anything you could uh, it, it was like back to pandemic times you could go outside yeah. and there'd be like no one around because everyone's just hiding indoors um, yeah no, no but nobody really has ac at home right in in, in no. england no 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 not at all no that's no. it i mean we don't we don't even have it in every shop never mind in you know in every um residential home so um, right so yeah, I, I, it was fun. I'm still alive. That's all that matters, you know. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah. uh, uh, and I'm kind of like really pleased and really pissed off. Um, I just got your album, but I literally got it about five minutes ago. I got an email from no the way. Label. Yeah, I got. Why an email that late? It. Why that late? Oh, I, I I don't know. Shit. <laughs> um, yeah, no, no. I'm just pissed off at the label for you know. Yeah, yeah. To you that late. Oh, I, to be honest, I don't think it was specifically for me. I think it was that the day that's the day it's gone out to all press. So it really? just okay. Well, it's certainly certainly the email I got. Um, but okay. you know, whether or not I've missed a previous one, you never can tell. Um yeah. but yeah, you know, yeah. But um any anywho, um, where were we? Uh one, look, yes. one thing, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like pick up just like that. Um yeah. uh, one thing that um I, I did want to ask you was about um, uh, the title of the album and and that theme of of abandonment. Um, yeah, yeah. Because that's, I mean, I've had some, you know, I've had some struggles in my time, and uh, abandonment is definitely an issue that um, that that I carried around with me for many years, and I think it, it it's 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 very yeah. difficult to shake because it's usually a result yeah. of 
major happenings in people's lives smashing together and it takes years to yeah. kind of figure out that that might be a thing. absolutely yeah yeah i mean i i mean i have i guess i guess a personal uh connection to to the title would be that i'm 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 happy to say i'm in a pretty good place nowadays and i've been so the recent years but before that i i went through some yeah pretty rough stuff and 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 with relationships and everything very destructive times and 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 um i had to abandon things to to get to where i am today and it, it you know it's uh right. it's hard to do it's very hard to do wow you know? and, yeah and uh and i did it and you know and, and it brought me where i am today so sometimes you really need to make those decisions i mean then, but then again this this title is not about me uh you know, and 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 out of a band perspective, we want we wanted to find a title that you know is 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 uh, we wanted to find another word in Swedish that's really powerful. You know, we have Vaklet in reality. We all have our different realities, and you know, and so on. Uh, but you know, abandonment it's it's a pretty strong word, and I think um, you know most of us can can relate to to the fear of being abandoned. You know, yeah. Um, yeah. in our um, lives at one point uh you know and 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 uh but also the, the fear like i mentioned before like the fear of abandoning someone or something you know that can be just as hard yes so and yeah, yeah. and i i, I kind of have it the other way around and i yeah. and of course it, you know looking at it from one's own perspective you usually only see it one way which is you know me looking outwards and that fear of abandonment but yeah you're right yeah, the, yeah. The actually having to cut someone off or out of your life um yeah. is yeah is, is is just as damaging even if it's for all the right reasons for both of you yeah because there's so much guilt involved you know and it's yeah. you know yeah yeah it absolutely. runs pretty deep you know, even though sometimes there's no point of feeling that way, but it's like you, you know, I guess it also shows that you're <laughs> human, you know. And, yeah. And, uh, but it's it's not easy. But anyways, we, I mean, we 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 wanted to find find a word that most of us most you know can can relate to, you know, and and so it's sort of like continue on that path, expressing something in Swedish, and that also sort of rhymes with the music and especially the, the the melodic language that runs through through the album i would say you know it I kind of I, yeah i love i love that that's a lovely term the melodic language that's that is that's beautiful man I yeah love, it's yeah i'm like that i'm gonna steal that and pass it off as steal my that own. One. <laughs> <laughs> awesome go for it yeah, yeah. um uh, but yeah that's um that's really kind of um I, i'm is it me or is it the the deeper you get into your career um the more I, and this is going to sound really clumsy so i apologize the more swedish you get or the more kind of it's like i kind of get the feeling when you're when you when you're younger and you're starting out you kind of mm. like you know you want to build those bridges and you know music's in english everyone sings in english you know yeah. and yeah. and you want to make the effort to to reach out and and get all these people to listen to your music but then deeper into your career it, it's kind of like well you, there's no need to do that anymore and actually let's start dragging people into our world a little bit more yeah i think that, that that might be true you know maybe you start connecting to 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 your roots a bit more and and feel more sort of uh 
comfortable in your own skin. You know, you don't have to pretend anymore. Not saying that I've been pretending that much in my life, but it's, it, you yeah. know what I mean? It's like, yeah. Um, so I, I, I don't know what it is. I mean, but th then again, I've been, I'm for the latest almost 20 years. I've only been in, in relationships where I speak English, um, you know, and, or like international sort of relationships, you know, and, and yeah. even though my fiance, my, you know, right now, I mean, she, she, she's quite good in, in Swedish, you know, so we speak Swedish, but it, I just continue. Sometimes she speaks Swedish and I just continue in English because I'm so used to it. So yeah. I think maybe this is also a way for me to sort of, I don't know, to sort of connect to my Swedish roots because I, sometimes I like, I fail to come up with with Swedish words. Like I, I just get stuck, and I say it in wow. English instead. And it's I just feel pathetic, you know. But but it's like, yeah, maybe yeah. it's not that weird after all. But then maybe I'm trying to, I don't know, keep myself grounded and like sort of expressing things in in Swedish as much as I can through through this band that you know is still an international one. Yeah, because you so, have, I mean, you know, you, you're very much, you know, when you're in a, when you're in a prolific touring band and, and projects, you're a, yeah. you're a citizen of the world and you're speaking English yeah. because it's kind of like the language of the world. And yeah, and I, yeah, I understand that kind of that sort of, you know, disconnection with your own culture and your own language. I mean, if you're on the road, you're pretty much speaking English nearly all the time. Yeah, I know. I was like, who am I again? And I think that that's where those two years that we just had now, I mean, I, I got some time to sort of digest everything and sort of reconnect to that other person, you know, who's not behind a microphone 90% of the time. So it's, it's, it's been good. And yeah. Um, yeah. so maybe this title came out quite naturally in, in the end, even though we, we named the previous one in this, with a Swedish word as well. But um, we'll see if we, we continue on that path, but, you know, it just felt good, you know, and still yeah. feels good. And, and uh, I guess we ran out of ideas in English. <laughs> it's just, you know, it can yeah. be as simple as that too. Uh, yeah, kind of refreshing now. Yeah, I, I, I kind of doubt it. I kind of doubt it. Um, but I do have some, um, I do have some subscriber questions because that is why we're here. Um, although cool. I could, although I could talk to you about singing all day. Um, so here we go. Uh, first question is from, uh, in fact, in fact, I say subscriber questions. It's subscriber questions we've got one guy who's just basically gone mad um, so i've got um big fan looking forward to the new album i've noticed a fair few vocalists who use harsh and clean vocals and seem to ease back on the harsh vocals live yet i've never seen you do that is there anything special special that you do to look after your voice to allow it wow um well, thanks for saying that to begin with. I, I mean, I, I really try and, and I, I guess I've just erased the sort of threshold, you know, uh, through the years between the cleans and the screams to, to a point where it's I, I switch quite easily, you know, and, and I wouldn't say effortless, but it's like it's it's been a long time. You know, I mean, I, I wasn't very good the first 10 years I was doing screams and cleans, you know, at least not live. I mean, doing it in the studio was was different, but then you're going to bring it to stage as well. And um it took a lot of training you know and and yeah. and i i 
I haven't been that good at looking after my voice. I just recently, that like the latest year, started to warm up, <laughs> believe it or not. And it, it's it's like, yeah, I don't know. Why haven't I done that in, in the past? It's just ridiculous. I don't I know. But I, I, I always feel like, you know, it worked out well anyway. It's like, why? If it ain't broke, don't, don't fix it, basically. Exactly. But what I noticed was when we started doing... Um, um, I did like double shows with, with the Night Flight Orchestra and Solo Work at the same festival with just one hour in between. And, and first, like, how am I going to be able to pull this off? And we did Night Flight and, we, you know, did maybe 45 minutes, then had an hour break and then went on stage with Solo Work. And I was like, wow, I'm singing so much better with Solo Works. Like, what, what is this? Like, aha. Yeah, yeah, maybe yeah. Maybe yeah. I should start warming up. You know what I mean? <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. We've got, I mean, yes. I, we, yeah, we've got we've got a, we've got a festival, and we're going to be do, we're going to do um uh, we're going to do it like this, rehearse the entire set in a in a studio nearby, and then a few right. hours later we're going to do the, and, and years ago I'd have been like shit, how am I going to sing the set twice yeah. in one day? Instead, I'm like, oh, this is awesome! I'm going to be like absolutely on it for the festival. Yeah, because yeah. you just you just warm, and I'll tell you what, I'll I'll trade you. I, I kind of did warm-ups, but I kind of dipped in and out. But now um, I do warm-downs as well. Okay. Yeah, now, I've been thinking about that. Maybe it's good. I don't know. Uh, so far, so good. I mean, it's, it's sort yeah. of like a new world opening. I mean, it's only a five, like it's five, ten-minute vocal warm-up. That's, that's about it. You well, you war- well, my warm-down is about three and a half minutes. But do okay. you know, but you know what? It's it. What I find it is because it's a, it's it's basically about you know it's doing scales, but instead, but you start high and then you just drip and you you round them off, you fall off the note, and you wow. and you and you let the voice decay, and then you work on the breathing as well. Instead of breathing okay. like you do intensely on stage, it's it's, it's ease the breathing off. Just suck air through your mouth. Don't breathe it in. And it's all about just regulating your 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 throat, your lungs, your you know, your diaphragm, everything back to down to a level where now you can talk, you know, because you've been wow. you've been like up here. Right. And you right. start talking. And there's this mm. huge gap. So right. like afterwards. Sense, yeah. 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 It's just a few just a few minutes. In fact, I'll tell you what I'll do. I will email to Claire a link where you can download the MP3 I use to to warm down. And brilliant. Thanks. Have a listen. See what you think. Absolutely. I will try that. Thank you. Also, the lady who does it has got a gorgeous, lilting Scottish voice. And, okay, brilliant. And, and that, that straight away just, just makes you, it, honestly, you just chill the fuck out. Oh, wow. That sounds perfect. Yeah, no, it's really cool. So I, I, I'll, I'll make sure I send you that. Um, I'll send that to cool. him straight away. Okay, next up, Mark again. I've noticed that when he honestly, this, this is all about singing. This is I haven't made this person up. Yeah. These are questions from someone right, else, no, no, but they are about singing. Um, I've noticed that when you guest with Night Flight, there's often something slightly different in your tone. Is that conscious on your part? So it's not speed from soil work. It's Bjorn Strid, or is it just production differences? No, I think it's slightly different. I, I, I can't, I don't think I can explain exactly what's going on, but I think, I, I mean, I definitely put on a night flight hat. I was going to say I'm wearing a beret, so I guess we can call it a night flight beret, or I put on a soul <laughs> vest, you know what I mean? Battle vest. 
Yeah, exactly. So I mean, this the switch. It's it's you know I I can definitely feel that, and I enter sort of like a different. I was gonna say universe, universe, but it, it is in a way. Uh, so yeah. it's. Uh, I think I'm. I use my voice slightly different with Night Fight, and 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 uh, and I think that's also where I I I've sort of sort of found new voices like i've explored unknown territories when it comes to to to, to my vocals and, and 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 you know i've been using maybe more air and stuff like that and i also brought that with me to solo work but still it's it's a different it sounds different i'm i'm, I'm glad he's pointing that out as well because uh, oh, yeah. um you know because i've been i've been starting to wonder you know when, when people start saying oh the new solo work stuff sounds like night flights like oh, it's like i hope i don't sound the same and i was like it's really hard you know when you're so deep into it to, to it's like i feel very different but do does it actually sound different but i'm yeah. you know i'm glad that people actually hear that and feel that so it's, yeah I, uh, I, I can't really tell exactly what it is i do but <laughs> it's just yeah different it's, emotions it's different know. emotions and it seems to me like the uh, like maybe one of the keywords is attack there's a little bit more attack in in, mm. in soil work um, yeah the, the, than there is with night flight but there's there's also yeah. like you know a, a, a big difference in the music so yeah yeah you know, it makes sense yeah um well this is uh and this is another one from uh mark um it, just how have you found the change in terms of writing since David joined now that he's also contributing um, some more music and is also uh, you're contributing music and he's also contributing lyrics? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, something definitely happened there. And, it, 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 you know, when he joined the, the band and, and we did The Living Infinite, I think that album. Yeah was crucial that, you know, did, did something that was a huge project and experiment that we need to go through to, to go to the next level. Cause I mean, that, that, that's, you know, right after Peter quit the second time. And I mean, who, who, who just decides to make a, a double album? I mean, it's just, yeah. you know, yeah. Bound to go south, but I mean, it's, it, it, it worked, you know, and I think, you know, that's where also David really encouraged me to pick up the guitar again and actually start writing songs. You know, I've, I've done that a little bit in the past, but that's really where, you know, I started writing songs on guitar from scratch and built them up and then adding the vocals last, you know, and I, I wasn't used to that. I was always used to getting like a song, you know, pretty much finished. And then I was going to add lyrics and, and vocals and melodies and that stuff. But now I get to build some songs from scratch and, and, and David contributed with so much stuff that I wasn't used to. And, and at that time, you know, Sven was also writing songs and Sylvan as well. So it was it was very much of a group effort in the end the living infant so but we really were able to explore you know new things through that yeah. album you know yeah and it's a very diverse diverse album so i think that that's definitely brought us where, where we are today as well you know so i think um um that that definitely did something and you know i also you know realized that you know david is really good with lyrics and 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 you know he, i was kind of glad to let that go a little bit because you know i i i felt that i gradually started becoming better at express expressing myself through melodies more right. than words you know and, and right. even though i mean i don't get me wrong I, I i still like to write lyrics and i, I i'm you know i still come up with some good stuff you know uh, and and but uh 
writing for a whole album it's tough you know <laughs> it's like yeah uh, and sometimes you know it's the classic myth i mean especially when you're in a good place i was gonna say but i don't always you know agree to that it's like there, there's always something you can write about of course but but um yeah i don't know there, there was something that happened there and and it sort of made me go outside my comfort zone you know and that that's that's always what what makes you sort of evolve i guess in the end yeah yeah that's it's it's very it's very healthy that and that like you said that's where the interesting stuff happens and i think and yeah. also yeah. writing lyrics to order that's that's difficult yeah you know it because is. that is like uh can you be inspired now please yeah no, it's it's like you know coming to a hotel two in the morning after a festival like, okay the lobby call is at six and sleep now that's not gonna happen <laughs> yeah you know yeah yeah absolutely i know that's the same thing yeah 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 sure. first yeah. first night first night on tour i i will not sleep it's no no, no. Like, Same i thing. i know that now so now yeah. i don't get mad about it exactly yeah but i yeah. use i used to get i used to beat myself up and i'm like well you're certainly not going to sleep now <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly yeah uh, but whereas now just i'm just like yeah yeah let it go i'll i'll make it up you know i'll make that ground up somewhere else um, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm trying to do like reverse psychology and say like, okay, most likely you're not going to sleep anything, and if you do, that, that's a bonus, you know. So it's I kind of look at it that way, but it's not fun, yeah. you know. But it's if you get if you get frustrated and mad and like anxious and all that stuff, oh, oh, it's yeah. ten times worse, you know. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, absolutely, absolutely. Um, well, look, I, uh, uh, Bjorn, I'm I'm really really pleased that you um that you came back for these um for these few questions. One thing, Me too. um, I I've got a story for you, um, mm -hmm. and it's completely unrelated to music entirely. Um, so back to um, you won't remember but a few weeks ago when we chatted. My parents um were uh, antique dealers forever. My mum's been an antique right. dealer for fifty years. Now, um. So we've got friends who were also antique dealers and they went to an auction and they bought a box of stuff because there was a couple of things in the in in the lot that they wanted. Um, they got it home and they paid, I think it was about, about like 25 pounds for the box. They're looking through the box and they found what um, uh, what was described as a disgusting little penguin sat on a rock. And they just put it to one side and they found the bits and pieces they wanted. And that was great. And they're like, what about this other crap and this like shitty penguin? And um, uh, there's a husband, they're a husband and wife team. And he picked it up and he said, you know what? I think this might not be, I think this might not be as shitty as we think it is. You know, he's got, a, he's got a little gold beak and he's got little gold feet. And I think they might actually be gold. And then they looked a little closer yeah. and went, those eyes are red. They, if that's gold, they might be rubies. This is worth checking. Oh, out yeah, exactly. Before. So he's incredibly knowledgeable. And this is one of those great stories where the Internet can't fucking help because it doesn't know everything. You can't. Always, no, exactly. Because if you don't know what you're looking for, then you can't find it on a search engine. No, yeah. no, no, so, no, exactly. Um, so they uh, they took it they took it to some experts at Sotheby's in a local Sotheby's. And they said, well, uh, yeah, this is you need to take this down to London and see one of our specialists. So they were going down to London a few days time. They went down to London. They went into Sotheby's in London. They said, Oh, we've got this blower. And they said, okay, look, leave it with our specialist. Um, uh, come back in like a couple of hours. They came back in a couple of hours. They came in 
Um, and when they came in, they they were like, oh, please come in here, come in here, come in a private room, private room, sit down, sit down. Um, we've done our research and um, it, it's, um, it's made by Fabergé. And wow. yeah, and he is, he's, it's not just his feet and his beak, he's gold, he's solid gold. He's been painted no. as a penguin, solid gold, diamonds in his feet, rubies in his eyes, um, estimated value 40,000 and sold for 57,000 pounds. No. In a, in a lot that, that cost them nuts. 25 pounds. Yeah. And I love stories like this. I just, <laughs> I could just, oh. I know. That's I know. amazing. I, and it, the thing is, you you know, my mum's my been in the industry 50 years. It's very, very rare that you hear these stories, but for it to happen to yeah. people who like, we were we know and it made such a difference they were a young family at the time they were able to yeah. pay off a huge loan for extent you know extensions to their house and oh, i mean I've... you know financially reset them you know and that was just wow. yeah that's brilliant yeah. what, a, what a good story Seriously. it's cool man it's cool yeah. i love telling that story uh, wow thanks for sharing that I love no it. worries man no worries okay Do you have I'll... a picture of it yeah a um, picture of it do you know what I might do? I might do. I might have a picture somewhere. If I do, I'll attach it to the email I'm sending to Claire. Okay, cool. cool. Okay, dude. Cool. Yeah. All right. Vocal warm downs and, and, and penguins. That's all. That's, That's yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Fabergé penguins. All right, mate. Yeah. Look, look after yourself, and um, I'll see you, you at a gig or on the road somewhere soon. Absolutely. Thank you so right. much. Take care, yeah. mate. No okay. worries. Take care. Cheers. Okay. Cheers. Bye. 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 So there you go. We we got the second half done all for your enjoyment, all for your delectation. And look at the effort I put in to make sure that uh, Patreon subscribers get their questions asked. Rearrange uh, rearrange a separate interview just for that. So if you were thinking about signing up, yeah, uh, you know, clearly I like people who sign up at Patreon more than everyone else. (laughs) Um, But now an apology. And Bjorn, if you're listening, um, my apologies, right? My memory of the story and then what would appear to be the actual penguin is slightly different. So if you look in the description of the podcast, there will be a picture of the said penguins somewhere. OK, it's two penguins on a rock, but the rock is some like really rare moonstone or something like that. Hence, it was worth loads. But when you see them, you'll be like, yeah, God, no wonder, pe- you know, no wonder whoever got those didn't think like, oh, they're lovely. Um, they're not. But they've got um, they've got diamonds for eyes. That's it. So like the gold beak and the gold flippers. Don't know. I'm, I'm, I was definitely thinking of something else there. So my story is incorrect. Um, but I have got a picture there for you of the penguins. So my apologies about that. Um, but there you go. I can't believe that I am doing a summation at the end of my podcast about an antique story involving Fabergé penguins, eh? Where else do you get this shit, eh? What other podcast is doing this? None, probably for a good fucking reason. None of the hosts are total knobheads like myself, but there you go. (laughs) Anyway, um, as always, it's been a pleasure, never a chore. Please do tell everybody, sign up at Patreon, listen to Metal, um, and, just, and just be a general all-round good person. Um, also had some um, female subscribers on Patreon. Yeah, that's right. You heard me right. 
more female listeners. So if you could push this in direction of your wives, girlfriends, daughters, you know, whoever, who fucking ever, just send it to them. Maybe not too young, given the amount of cunting swearing I fucking do, you set of twats, hey? But um, that's a good idea, that Howard, isn't it? Yeah, try and encourage people to sign up for Patreon. Try and encourage them, uh, try and encourage your listeners to spread the word of the podcast. Um, and yeah, then swear at them. Yeah. You wouldn't think I've been doing this eight years, would you? More like eight fucking minutes. Um, anywho, what can I say other than that's the end of the show? I haven't done a song for a while, so it's the end of the show. Thanks for tuning in. It's time to leave. I'm done in. That's right, I rhymed in within. Because there is nothing within that will rhyme within other than other things within, like within. So it's quite difficult to rhyme with, hence I haven't got time with words to rhyme them. That's why I don't do songs on the podcast very often. Um, as you can see, um, I am a comedian, but on this podcast it's more about the music, hence it's not funny. Anyway, fucking hell, I'm off. I'm going to go, going to do something interesting, like, I don't know, murder some pigeons because they are f honestly flying rat bastards that's all they fucking are flying rat bastards that just shit all over my balcony like a set of twats anyway god hey fucking first world problems dude oh you got pigeons on your balcony that's a really really hard life you got there that actually sounds like some bizarre medical condition. Uh, yes, um, I'm sorry to tell you, sir, you have pigeons on your balcony. What? I thought they were just spots. No, they, you have pigeons on your balcony. Oh, Jesus, Doc, what does this mean? It means you have two weeks to clear up your balcony, otherwise there'll be more fucking shit on it. <laughs> anyway, I'm rambling. I'm out of here. See you next time. Bye-bye.